When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A black hole is gravity finally winning over every other force that is in the universe. Oh, we, we met the guy who invented zero as well. I told him, thanks for fucking nothing. Hello, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. This is Jack and... Beef. And this is Bob Shoy. And Tiss. So, what's going on this week? We got another guest host. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's our summer of blockbusters. Yeah, despite the lack of blockbusters in the films at the minute, at the cinema. Mm. Yeah, we've got uh, my brother-in-law Jack with us today, and he's going to be helping us discover science stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, the idea is we've got five weeks this month instead of four, so you're getting five episodes, and it's summer, so I want to give you something you know enjoyable to get you through. Nice these, and juicy. Yeah, through these summer months. So instead of that weird news shit and all those spin-off episodes we do, we're giving you five proper episodes of five different themes. Well, we kind of decided after talking briefly about black holes and we we looked mm-hmm. at time travel and our time travel episode was really popular. Yeah. Uh, thanks for downloading. And uh, we thought we'd get some actual science knowledge in yeah. to actually help us. <laughs> understand these things a bit better than how did you put it you wanted to understand it because we're dum-dums yeah like explain <laughs> it for dum-dums <laughs> science for dum-dums so this is our scientific episode of August yeah. so we had spiritual yeah with angelic visitations mm-hmm. then we had extraterrestrial yeah with alien disclosure we had paranormal mm-hmm. with our look into the Warrens cases mm-hmm. we've got scientific with black holes yeah and then you're what you're doing next week cryptozoic Ooh, I won't tell <laughs> <All> right okay <laughs> Cryptozoic. Yeah, that's what it was. But like the five fucking pillars of our show. So. Which reminds me, I definitely have to read up on that. Yeah. <laughs> next week. It's next week, man. And then to cap it all off, what's after that? Episode number. Fourth day. <laughs> Fifth, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a boomtown anymore. <laughs> Sorry. That was boomtown. Yeah. You still, it, am I freaking out the norm? Still on visit round, man. <laughs> Tiss is on the come down from his raving weekend. No, yesterday was on the come down. Do we feel like, do we sound like old people when we call it the raving weekend? Uh, no. No, that's what it was. Sound like norms. Fucking sound like norms. Did did you dance the night away, Tiss? I danced the night, morning, and evening again away. Did you have a little back to the morning to the next morning? (laughs) Until the following night when you had some sleep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I said, did you live La Vida Loca? I lived La Vida Loca, yeah. All weekend. 
What did you do the Mambo number five? I did the Mambo number six, seven, eight, <laughs> and five <laughs> and a half. Do we need to kind of give Jack a proper intro? Maybe yeah. Jack needs to tell us a bit about what um, I don't know what you studied at uni and and why you're qualified to tell us what black holes are. <laughs> Good luck. Um, I can do that a bit. First of all, um, well, I was going to say, who are you? <laughs> Beef already said you're a Beast brother-in-law. Yes. And you um, know about black holes because... So I know about black holes because, well, I did a physics degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't actually... I specialised in kind of some space stuff in the first couple of years, um, more in quantum physics and quantum computing towards the end. Right. I only did an undergraduate degree, but I have a lot of friends who've done masters, PhDs and things, and we do hopefully have one joining us in a bit. Oh, Awesome. <laughs> so it's a good time to say that we have got Godwin, Jack's friend, Godwin, waiting in the wings. Yeah. Uh, who did a master's degree? Yeah. So he did a master's in astrophysics. So awesome. much more space qualified than me. And he's now doing a PhD in something. I think it's to do with engineering. It might be physics still. I don't know. But I feel like already, cause, <laughs> right? Because this is scientific. And obviously, some of our listeners love the scientific stuff. Some mm-hmm. don't. Tough shit. But, like I said, we have to keep this with dum-dums. Because already I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I went to Boomtown with a physicist. <laughs> with a physicist? Yeah. I thought, not, yeah, I thought not, it was just like still on the come down. Like, you forgot what we talked like, Did you know I went to Boomtown? <laughs> not just any. Not just any. He He's doing his master's and he's 21. Yeah. He'll be finished uh, end of next year, I think it is. Is he a genius? His master's. Uh, I don't know. Do you like Malcolm? Pretty good, I guess. Is it because of the drugs? No, no, he doesn't. No, no, he's just a physicist. Wow. What was he doing at Boomtown? <laughs> <laughs> Hanging with me. <laughs> right. That explains, that explains everything. <laughs> Great. Okay. All right, shall I give Godwin a call? Okay. What I will say um, as a little bit of forewarning to listeners... Yeah. This is an unplanned episode. It's a little bit unplanned. This is as unplanned as weird news. I kind of want to understand certain things which I feel like I probably will never understand, but let's give it a go and see yeah. if I can. Yeah. I'd like to know what happens in black holes and some other crazy stuff. <laughs> we'll get there, we'll figure it out, and we'll come to... Don't know. Yeah, we, we tried to ask before coming here, so me and the people I've been trying to get hold of, what kind of stuff are we going to be talking about to make sure we actually kind of know what we're on about? And I think the text says something along the lines of, black holes and space and that yeah 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 was that my text <laughs> yeah i just forwarded your text to jack like, yeah, yeah just this yeah i just Whoa. said what's a black hole and what happens in it and for a dum-dum <laughs> and just some weird like space stuff yeah to make me go like whoa I, I figure the black holes are big enough for for us to spend a while talking about them yeah i mean this is as unplanned as weird news and we just said at the beginning that's none of that weird news shit in the summer of blockbusters <laughs> No, it's going to be awesome. Is, weird news is much worse. <laughs> it's unplanned and shit. It's not just unplanned. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> At least we're honest about it. At least we know. we're talking about absolute drivel. Thing is, our listeners know when weird news pops up in the feed. I think they know it's like, oh, this is a we're knackered week. and we can't be asked. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure Jack's source isn't the Daily Mail. Yeah, <laughs> we, um, but I think I hope our listeners appreciate that we do. You know, we do research. Our shows aren't just off the cuff. We have to plan our episodes and our. All our shows I reckon I plan mine you? much yeah. less than yours and yours. Yeah. Really? I always Definitely. think yours are what? way more planned. <laughs> You're having a laugh. <laughs> Isn't Beef like the most <laughs> planned one on the day? <laughs> he's, he's planned, planned, his, that he's planned his half an hour before we recorded one time. 
I planned it half an hour after we recorded that. <laughs> to be fair, when we did the episode on fear with Dan, when you get in your questions as we were recording. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's call Godwin. Come on. Oh, yeah. All right, come on then. Right, I'm going to try and video him. It's called God. Hello, Homer. This is Godwin Blackholes. <laughs> is that him? <laughs> no, that's him. Hey. Hey, Godwin. Yeah, yeah, can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're getting an obstructed view of uh, me and Jack and Bob and Tiss are on the other side of the okay. table. All right, cool. Uh, Godwin, thanks for joining us. Great pleasure. We really appreciate it. Um, we don't know what Jack has mentioned to you about <laughs> um, about what, what to expect. I don't know what your expectations right. are. He basically said he wanted someone science to answer some questions. That's perfect. He's that's it. That's exactly it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Phew, I was worried for a moment. <laughs> yeah. So um, we have talked on a couple of episodes before about black holes, right? Um, and we um, know jack shit about black holes, <laughs> so, um, but we find them really cool. We don't really understand. We find them really cool. <laughs> that's, that's pretty Honestly, much. We're their number one fan. Be <laughs> so sciencey. They're pretty much. That's pretty much sums it up, though. We find them cool. <laughs> yeah. We don't understand them. What's Apparently, a black your... hole is so powerful. Your fandom can't leave the surface. <laughs> You're giving Godwin a good idea of how unintellectually yeah. informed we are. <laughs> I'm definitely the most intellectual, which gives you an idea how terrible. Um... Yeah, I, think, I think most people understand black holes from Interstellar or something like that. Yeah, that's pretty much that's right. what. <laughs> that's pretty much what we talked about on the other shows. That documentary Interstellar. Yeah, mentioned <laughs> it like four times. Yeah, yeah. Oh. All I know about him is uh, from going on Galactica at Alton Towers. That's pretty much my knowledge. It's like <laughs> the optimum level. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. How do we open this? How do we do this? How do we open it up? What do you want to? What is a black hole? Is that? That's... <laughs> well, basically, to get if we're getting real basic, right? Mm. What's a black hole? Yeah, let's get basic. Yeah, let's start from the very base. Well, so really, from now on. Bob, Tiss and I are going to kind of hang back a bit right. and ask the questions and then it's over to you and Jack to kind of help <laughs> us out. Gaps. To do our show for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need answers. What is a black hole? That's my question. Yeah. <laughs> I, think. <laughs> I think the simplest way to say it is a black hole is gravity finally winning over every other force that is in the universe. Oh, that's already <laughs> that's already better than what we've talked about black holes before. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good that's a really good way of putting it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have like the magnetic stuff, right? Which people use. You have the electronic equipment that people use, and gravity is sort of the weakest force in the universe. And a black hole is gravity finally winning okay. against all of these other things that sort of hang around in the universe. Uh, that sounds good I like that yeah go on Jack it, it's basically so you get a big big star <laughs> and yeah. it reaches a point like I oh, said come on, like I said <laughs> yeah keep it simple <laughs> we're, we're going for simple big big star right and as they get later into their life they get more and more dense and suddenly it reaches a point that the outward pressure 
is not as strong as the inward force from how big it is. Keep it and simple. Gravity gets so strong that it just pulls it in right. to itself into yeah. a single point. Yeah. And because you've got all that mass in one single point, the density is so strong that gravity is so strong that light can't even escape. Nothing can escape. Right. Yeah. If this is one point, yeah. this one point in the middle, yeah. when you say one point, how big is that one point? Is it like a speck um, and it's literally that? We we don't know how big that one oh. point is. I didn't. I thought that was going to be the answer. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's known as like... All the laws we yeah. break down at that point, so... They call it um, the singularity. Right, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a brilliant computer game as well, singularity. <laughs> Sorry, underrated. Yeah. Okay. Um, that did lead me on to another question, but you know what? I'm already like... <laughs> Oh, my mind's already wandering. Going off <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. So, you do you think you'd you'll ever figure out how big that point is, or do you think that's just always going to be an unknown thing? Uh, that will probably be be an unknown for a pretty long time. Yeah. Uh, I think it's only recently that people have been uh, asking about how, like Stephen Hawking's predictions that does do black holes actually emit information or whatever you want to call it, light of some sort of like information from it it's only recently has been discovered that they actually do so that sort of thing so i think we're getting closer to actually understanding what happens in the middle but it's going to take a long time so talking about what happens in the middle like <laughs> yeah oh, oh he knows what's coming what, what happens in the really middle stupid... <laughs> <laughs> prepare for some really stupid questions from now on no not stupid what i'm the way i'm doing it is i know you know i understand i'm just trying to keep it simple for the listeners yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's your point i, kind of, I like, you know, I like, I understand like, like when you I ask when you're a kid and you ask your parents a question yeah. it's like you just like where do babies loads, come from where do babies come from <laughs> yeah <laughs> No kid wants the real, like, um, in-depth answer to where the babies come from. They don't want pictures and stuff. They want it very simple. And that's what yeah. we want Ooh. with black holes. So I clawed it back. I, made it back. I brought it <laughs> yeah. back to the episode. Well done. Okay. Yeah, so what, what happens in a black hole? <laughs> <laughs> that was your question. I was rephrasing yeah. your question. No, that's good, yeah. Um, there's this kind of fun thing that is the actual name for what happens as something goes into a black hole. It's called spaghettification. Right. Oh, I really like this. <laughs> oh! Because so, kind of you can picture what's happening is you're at a point where gravity's not that strong, everything's pretty normal, and you're getting closer to this really strong gravity. Yeah. And it's just pulling everything out in like oh, a really long like line. Like literally, like, like it's caught a thread of my jumper. Yeah. And it's unraveling me. It's just pulling the whole thing in. Yeah. Wow. But the thread of my but jumper kind of is like my the well, whole beam. Black, black holes rotate, so they kind of, it'll spiral around it. It looks... Oh, so it's like the black hole is a fork, and I am the spaghetti, <laughs> and it's twisting me around on the spoon of the universe. <laughs> Is, yeah. it, is it like that new courgette spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> How do you answer that question? Do you want to wait for an answer to that question? Like, I am. <laughs> you wait for this? Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, it's like, just like courgette spaghetti. Courgette spaghetti. New, <laughs> new sweet courgette spaghetti. <laughs> um, wow, okay. How far away is the closest black hole that we know of? That's a good question. Uh... Well, I can tell you what the biggest one we know of is, closest one. Is that the middle of the Milky Way? Yeah. Boom! That's, really? That's that's the closest, biggest black hole we know. Is it a supermassive, is that? <laughs> yeah, it's a supermassive yeah. black hole. So, I, you know what, this is how ill-informed I am. I'm like, all oh, right, so black holes are actually real. 
Like, we actually have seen them. <laughs> well, there's one in... Well, yeah. well you can't really see them, because yeah. it's just black. Light, light can't escape. It's like a black hole. Yeah. Um, but you can see the effect, assume. and you can see the gap of... Yeah. So how do you... If you can't, if you can't see it, how it's, do you... Because it's like, there should be something there. Is it yeah. just that there's a... Like, something's missing? And... It's like a missing jigsaw piece. Yeah. You know there should be something there. <laughs> So the black hole in the middle of the galaxy was discovered because the scientists were looking at the stars sort of in the middle and they were seeing these stars rotate around an invisible thing and they sort of tried to understand how big this thing should be to for these stars to rotate around them and they eventually worked it out, oh, it must be a black hole then. Mm. Hmm. That's really interesting. I'm already, like, <laughs> interested, so interested. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got, I've got loads of questions. Yeah, I know. Like I think it's like keep going back to things we already said, like the spaghetti thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, because we just bypassed that. Like, like, yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Back to the courgette spaghetti. Um, when it, is it like courgette spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, when it unravels you, like courgette how, spaghetti. How, like, aforementioned courgette spaghetti. Okay. Um, how much does it unravel you? Do you know what I mean? Like, how much of a strand am I? So you're saying, like, <laughs> one bag of spaghetti, two bags? No, I'm talking about, like, how thin does that going to stretch you? And how do they know that happens? It, you, you won't survive it. No. <laughs> right. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> now I'm worried. I'm going to live in worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so how do they know that happens? Like, how do they know that you're going to be uh, a spaghetti? So I think someone... I think someone was... So it was theorised that this will happen because on the one side of what's called the event horizon from which the light can escape. Mm. And on the other side, the light doesn't escape, it gets sucked in. So as soon as you cross that line, you will get sucked in. But if a part of your body is still on the other side of the line, it'll remain all right. right. So, so the part on this side of the line, closer to the black hole, will basically be stretched really, really quickly towards the black hole. And that's called spaghettification. So... That's crazy. Okay. I'm thinking if you're right on the edge of that line, yeah. you just like, hand over. I like stretch arms. survive, and like, I've got a big long spaghetti just, arm. Do you ever stretch arms? Just dip your yeah. yeah. toe in. Outside Greenwich on the prime meridian, on like both sides of, like one leg on one side, one leg on the other side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can I can I survive if I just stick my legs over? Can I? Will I be alive to witness my legs be spaghetti? For seconds, probably. <laughs> yeah, it probably won't be very long before yeah, you before die the rest of you. Because it would get sucked. You're not going to get too that. close already by yeah. that point. Yeah. I, I sort of knew that. <laughs> I'm being silly. It's the boring answer, though, isn't it? It's, yeah, well, yeah. I, I want to be told the truth. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't try and make me feel better. Just tell me how it is. The more interesting question would be uh, what's the difference between a black hole and a wormhole ah. that you see sci fi's? What's a right. wormhole? <laughs> a wormhole is when you go in somewhere and come out somewhere else, right? Yeah, yeah it's... The, uh... the principle of both things are the same. So a black hole is so dense that it uh, tears through the fabric of space and time to give you a shortcut from to something else. Mm. And a wormhole is the, does the same thing. So mm. the idea of a wormhole comes straight from a black hole. But a wormhole is something that you can sort of control and it won't kill you. Is a wormhole real, though, or is that just fictional? There are ways to do it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hypothetically so, real. Is this like a DIY wormhole? Yeah, can we try? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Live on the show. It's our last episode. Let's go all out. I want, I want to see that episode of Blue Peter where they make a uh, wormhole. <laughs> we, we actually talked about wormholes. 
before about the yeah, feedback we did. loop. Yeah, we did talk the, about wormholes. The feedback yeah. loop where the wormhole would just break itself. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it would like get worse and worse and worse. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we looked at the paradox of the guy going through the wormhole yeah. the and then shooting bad. his yeah that was self. the other thing as well paradoxes yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to get into that no 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 this is yeah okay let's keep okay, on let's out keep this that. solid line <laughs> but I can't imagine like it's one thing to imagine a body being stretched out and then just becoming spaghetti but can't, I can't imagine larger objects and how so like planets and stuff like that yeah, that, stars and the yeah, other thing is it, is it like oh man it's so hard to explain what I mean is it like Say if I chucked this mug, I'm holding a mug, isn't it? <laughs> um, towards a black hole. I was like, really? You're fucking rat. Like a basketball uh, shot. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to slam it to the middle. <laughs> would that be as much spaghetti as I would be? Yeah. Would, like, yeah. we'd both yeah. just be infinite spaghetti? Yeah. It's kind of hard to understand because obviously people are, like, soft. And We're a bigger mass, is what I'm saying. If you're a different mass, oh, yeah. would you be as much spaghetti as something of the different mass of you? Yeah. Would it make yeah. less spaghetti because well, it's a smaller mass? If you mass. think about it, so light realistically doesn't really have mass. Right. But light gets sucked in. Mm. Oh. <laughs> That's the big mindset there. That's it. Me and people are locked eyes with that answer. Like, it's almost yeah. romantic. We're both experiencing something together. <laughs> yeah, I but, can't, because I guess, I guess with your body, you, I can imagine your, like my body stretching. Can you? Yeah, but one is, I can't imagine a planet just like, just like. I can imagine a planet doing it as much as I can imagine my body, which is still like, I don't know, like getting a bit of plasticine and just going. Whoop. There's there's some cool like you can see like computer models of it happening with yeah. stars, and then they kind of they're obviously like artist things, but they look really cool. The idea of like a star being like stretched out into this really long. Thing of light is really it looks really cool I mean that's how that's how they discovered the gravitational wave right recently because they saw two black holes actually circling each other and then colliding and merging into one big black hole oh wow and ripples Tis when we gave you the assignment to the research gravitational waves you didn't tell us that I didn't research it yeah <laughs> yeah it shows how much you fucking took in when you're like when did I do that in a weird news episode you're the assign- oh it was weird news yeah well that explains it Right, okay. But that's way more interesting than what you told us. Yeah, but I'm not a scientist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, how right. can I put it more... You're a, you're a scientist. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the bad joke of the day. <laughs> so, yeah, if, you, if, you go to the, if you go to the Wikipedia page uh, of gravitational waves, there's a, there's a simulation on one side which shows oh. you the two stars that were observed and what they did, actually did. And that's quite cool. I'm going to make a note of that. I'm going to put that video on the blog. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, that's just blowing my mind. <laughs> and now, I've got the next question ready. That is really stupid, and I think I know the answer to it, but we're going to have to ask it. Well, go on then. All right. Where does it go? Oh, yeah, where does it go? It's got to go somewhere. Where does what go? Does it Anything go in... that goes into a black hole, right, yeah. where does it go? Yeah, and what makes Matthew McConaughey so equipped to get in there? <laughs> <laughs> Is it his sleekness? <laughs> I think it's his slow southern drawl. Yeah, he just, just slowly, <laughs> casually does it. That's the, his way, he's just casual. No, where does it go? Though? Yeah, where does it go? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think this has been up for a debate for quite a while because nobody knew what was actually happening inside a black hole. So Stephen Hawkins in the 60s and 70s came up and said, uh, there's something called, what well, now we call it Hawking radiation. 
So the black hole actually emits some sort of radiation from it and it goes into the surrounding universe and it will slowly evaporate into nothing. So the big black holes will take ages, probably billions of years to just slowly, slowly. Just like think of like if you, if you warm a, if you make, when you make tea, uh, the water vapor that comes from the tea, that's sort of like slowly evaporating to nothing, basically. Mm. And until then, it just goes yes. into storage until yeah. it evaporates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no, I was just uh, bringing it back down to our level. No. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Okay. All right, so that was so that was Hawking, Hawkins' kind of theory in the 60s and 70s, yeah. you see. Mm-hmm. Nobody actually knew if it was real or not, but I think they've recently just found that it does happen, so... Mm. Wow. What I was thinking about black holes is, like, it sucked you in, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, so it sucks you in, or anything mm-hmm. in, yeah. Um, to this point um, which we don't know how big it is the singularity I want to know how big it is it's infinitely small right well that's what I'm going to that's what I'm getting to right so yeah. if it crushes you into this one singularity so it's crushes you forever because yeah. it's infinite yeah well that's what I was going to say the more it crushes is the singularity getting bigger it's like time it's like making more, more you're just getting smaller or forever or infinite that's what it means yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's get smaller forever. Well, you sort of answered you. You took the wind out of my sails because you <laughs> answered it before I got to it. You said infinitely small, and that should have been the answer to my final question. That's amazing. Yeah, that's like you're um, clairvoyant or something. <laughs> 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 it's the wrong word. Psychic. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, because I always imagined it crushed everything in. Yeah. Uh, think of it like um, a, a trash car. compactor. A car trash. Yeah, that's it. It's crushing you into this center. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the more stuff, but this, what it's crushing you into is going to gradually get bigger because it's crushing more stuff into it. But it doesn't work like that, does it? No, it no. It just yeah. keeps sucking in to a little singularity. That's uh, mad, isn't it? It is. That's the stuff I, when I say to you, you know that text I sent? You said that I sound yeah, like yeah. an idiot. Mind blowing spacey stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean by weird space facts. <laughs> Anything where it's like you can't get your head around, it actually makes you worry a little bit. Like I'm going to lay in bed and be like, infinitely small. Right? That's the stuff I need to hear. <laughs> Even though it'll make me worry. <laughs> you're going to get worried that we're going to get sucked into the black hole. Not that. Because you just, won't know about Just it. the idea that these things are real. Just the idea that the idea of infinitely small exists yeah. is mm. way too much. And the other thing I can't get my head around is, like, the like, I can, you can always imagine, like, a plug hole, mm. but that's only one, one direction. So, like, things would be sucked in from all... Yeah. 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 Usually, usually not all directions, but uh, usually things collapse into 2D. So you can you can think of a plug hole. It'll be just one top and bottom will be the two directions that everything's been sucked into. Collapse into 2D. <laughs> that already, that's as much as like infinitely small. Are we laying in bed tonight and be collapsed into 2D? Wow. Yeah. Think of that. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you could have things going in from both, both sides. Yeah, north and south pole. And... Both, like, yeah, everything from both sides getting completely crushed into nothing yeah. forever. Yeah. It's into, into nothing, probably into energy is my... Oh, okay. My theory. Energy needs, say. like, an output, though, doesn't it? Which is what you'd think of as that um, Hawking radiation. Ah, oh, got it. It all, all loops back around. Even light. That's yeah. mental. <laughs> Even like yeah, we skimmed that bit. I thought that's a, that's a pretty cool bit. Yeah, the light can't escape. There's yes. too much information coming into me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I we did should, forget about that. We should talk about the light. Everything is energy. Wow. Yeah. So, so even light, it's, it, it gets sucked in the same as like 
something a of, of a mass would, yeah. A microwave. <laughs> a potato. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Toblerone. Like... Not just like, if I chucked in... Or like a Yorkie. That's quite... <laughs> no, they're chunky. <laughs> that is to crush them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Have you ever tried to crush oh, yeah, a Yorkie? Yeah, yeah, that one's a day. I crushed nails. it between my teeth. Oh. Um, <laughs> if I chucked in a torch... I'm well fancy a chocolate bar. If I, if I chucked in a torch that was on, yeah. the torch would get sucked in, but so would the light it was making. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It thing. would be sucking the light as it's like... It'd be like sucking the light out, out of, the of the torch as yeah. it was sucking the torch. Yeah, like a toothpaste tube. Yeah, like a spaghetti, <laughs> like some gorgeous spaghetti. Like a tube of fucking Preparation H. It's better. <laughs> Straight out. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> silly. You're being silly. Back on track. Sweet. Yeah, just in case you're trying to progress the show too far. Uh, we were talking about light. Yeah. Light not escaping it. As well as just mass as well. I can't imagine what that would like look like. I can't. I could just. Yeah, well, but in my head, it's like a, it's like a film. Well, that's it looks the thing. Stupid. If um, <laughs> is there a that's way? What it like, Chuck. Is there a way of ever um examining what happens inside a black hole for real? Is it theoretically possible? <laughs> or uh, yeah, I suppose. Uh, Probably beyond my scope of knowing that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if there is one. Because the thing is, like, like we talked about, you couldn't really put a person in there to measure it, obviously. Yeah. But then you couldn't put in any equipment. And even if you could get some equipment there... It'd that, suck the lights out. It camera. would suck the whatever signal you're sending back yeah, as well. Yeah, there's... that does suck. <laughs> I want to know. Oh. I think some things are just unknowable. Will be crushed, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's the sort of thing, like, it's amazing to me. Like that, we will never know that. In, that in itself, as a fact, mm. is amazing. It's mm. impossible to. That know. We'd probably never be able to create yeah. something to measure what happens in there as well. Um, well but also, that we know of yet. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Ah, see, that's the thing. Maybe we can. So I can hold out hope. All we know is that light it isn't fast enough to escape. What if you? Oh, what if you could go fast? Yeah, dark energy, dark matter. What's dark matter? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about these things. Because okay, you can't right. just chuck a thing out there and expect us to. Okay, know. Well, the no one knows. The, kind of oh. Well, this is this is the thing that you guys are going to have to get. Like, I don't know about you two, mm. but when I started doing GCSE science and I started talking about these things, but it was just brief. There was never <laughs> any kind of in-depth talk about dark matter. I'll be dark honest, energy. I don't remember. I switched off. Mentioned. I was like, oh, I'm not interested. As long as I can get my C and scrape through, I'll be fine. So we don't really know what... <laughs> what do you think about that concept, Jack? Because someone who studied science at university, as long as I can get my C and scrape through. <laughs> is that disgusting to you? No, no, I completely get it. And that's your brother-in-law well, saying I know. That. What is your sister that's <laughs> I'm in for? family. Yeah. <laughs> no, but... Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, what I mean, like, I've always found it really fascinating. Well, obviously not fascinating enough to study Yeah, but school, think, about, think about our science teachers at school. So we yeah. had Miss Brown. Oh, it's their fault, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they were pretty they were, they were pretty loopy. Think of how upset she'd be if she was listening to this. Oh, yeah. two of my old students, they do this podcast and they love science and things. Oh, I would And then love just, they just heard you say, oh, she was rubbish, wasn't she? If she <laughs> yeah. listens, then was point that? that <laughs> yeah, uh, if she listens, then brilliant. Could you imagine, uh, oh, what's, what's his name? Clements. Mr. Clements. Can you imagine Mr. Clements knowing that I just said that? He'd go mad. Yeah, probably. Anyway, dark matter. Yeah, what is What it? is dark matter? It's the other energy, isn't it? it? It's the other bit that you kind of... No one knows, because all you can see is that there should be something there. You can look at a distant galaxy, and you can look at 
kind of the way it rotates, the way the stars are formed. And you can tell that there should be more mass mm. than what we see. So you can obviously, you can see the distant stars and we know how big the stars are and how heavy they are. But the force of gravity is stronger than the number of stars that are there. Right, okay. But so it's, it's like, like that message. So something's piece of... there. Yeah. yeah. It's got a cloaking device on and you can't see it. But you can't detect it. So with black holes, you can see the effect of them. And like you can see there's this big spot that's doing something. It's like, wow, look at all that shit like, disappearing. Yeah. Like stuff's going yeah. on there. But... See, black holes is easier for me to get my head around. Because I'm like, well, if there's stuff being sucked into something, there's obviously something there. But dark matter, that's more like... But because when you start to do the maths of it, there should be more dark matter than anything else. Can you be a scientist and be rubbish at maths? No. Uh, mm. yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just checking. Uh, sadly, sadly it's not. Yeah. The two have to go together. Well, I suppose with physics especially. That's what also tripped me up at school. I had just scraped my C it's, in maths. It's, it's the funny thing because I, I found like school, like I, I heard all these subjects and stuff. But when you actually get into the maths is where it actually makes sense. Right, okay. Which is kind of probably yeah. the exact opposite of how most people And they don't really you teach you that in school. They never do maths no. and science like together. No. They just kind of tell you that this is a thing. But when you see the maths, then it starts to... I would like to think that if I sat down with the right person and they tried to teach me this stuff, I'd like to think some of it go in. Yeah. And I'd understand it. Yeah. But I never really gave it a chance at school. But are you... That's what I mean. It's hard for me to be passionate enough about something to really, like, dedicate my life studying it. This sounds really bad (laughs) to, like, people who love science. And I wish I could. I love the idea of it. But I've never found anything which I love enough. I'm interested enough to actually study music. But at the Comic same, books. yeah. But I know I'm rubbish. Yeah, but and it, oh, there's no degree in that. <laughs> I could I could go and study. Oh that. no, but like, yeah, it doesn't. What? No, I'm talking about in terms of like education. I'm talking about in terms of education. Oh yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that maybe your love for comics is someone else's love for finding answers in yeah. the universe. Well, what I'm saying is I wish there was a degree in something I'm interested in so I could get a degree. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Mm. Anyway, okay. that's off topic. Yeah. <laughs> so dark matter is this, um, the other energy. Yeah, let's well, continue. That theoretically oh, is there. Because dark it looks energy like... is something... Yeah, that's a whole other... What's dark energy? Godwin, do you want to uh, take that? Dark energy <laughs> is really sort of the energy accelerating things that, that doesn't seem to be there basically so it's we see we see some stuff accelerating on its own and we don't know we know it's not a black hole oh. but we know that something's there and it's they're sort of what are the same dark energy and dark matter there's there's like a hard way to describe describe mm. them both but okay. it's sort of things that we know should be there but we can't see them and they're not black holes we know that for sure yeah and it's it's not um one of the early theories it could be antimatter as well which is a whole nother Thing. Well, that's another thing. <laughs> Everything else is like, An- oh, and then there's something else. Is really interesting as a concept if you can. They've all look got into such it, like but... heavy metal names. <laughs> dark matter. matter. Dark energy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's it's something like there is a percentage would be antimatter, but not that much. But then it's something like is it 60, 70 percent should be dark matter? Is it that high? Yeah, or more, than that. more than that. More than that. What of of the universe? Yeah. That's amazing. But the weird thing of that is you think, so if that much of the universe is dark matter, there's got to be some around us. What in this what? Yeah, so if that much of the universe is dark matter, there should probably be some around here. Yeah. Who knows? Dark matter here. So the, the number basically is, uh, that people tout is, uh, that 5% of the universe is actually ordinary matter. That's what we're made up of. And 95% Whoa. of the things are, is dark energy and dark matter. And we know nothing about them. 
Whoa! That's crazy. <laughs> so the space, <laughs> the space in this room that is not mass could theoretically be made of dark matter. Yeah, but then it could not be as well. It's that thing of we have no idea. No so one knows. Are we gonna? Are we gonna bypass? Have you given us homework to look up antimatter, or are we gonna try and go through it now? Yeah, antimatter is a pretty pretty interesting question as well. Because so during the Big Bang, if you look at uh, every, if everything is symmetrical, you would expect the number of antimatter and the number of matter to be the same. Yeah. Right. And when these two things meet, they sort of cancel each other out and destroy each other. So if this was the case in the universe, there wouldn't be us at all. So oh, somehow during the Big Bang, huh. there was more ordinary matter than antimatter. And that's how we're here. And that's one of the other questions that we don't know the answer to as well. Because like, they're exactly the same. But the exact opposite. Yeah, but the opposite. Yeah. Right, yeah. So they when they connect and they, they just destroy each other and release pure energy, so <laughs> Which is which is quite a cool idea that you can think there is literally so you have like protons, neutrons, electrons, all that stuff. Yeah. And then you have like anti protons, yeah. anti neutrons. It's like the negascot, you know, like, program. They <laughs> Yeah. But the thing is they are exactly the opposite. Yes. And so if you meet an anti a proton and anti proton, they just kind of explode into I want to meet the anti Bob. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there? No, oh. but you don't because you both explode. You'd kind of be worth it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mega Bobby, <You're> awesome. <laughs> um, we got an email from a listener recently, uh, right? And they said um, something along the lines of, you know, they like the show. Obviously, obviously, it said that. Uh, but then they said um, they don't like it when we go and poo-poo scientific ideas okay. and we, we come down on them. Well, uh, hang on a Well, minute. this what? episode is for that listener because we are completely <laughs> going with the science. So what kind of scientific stuff have we poo-pooed? Sometimes we've said, like, scientists don't know everything and, like, theories is a theory. You've got to give weight to other things as well. Right, okay. Right. They mean like that. They said, don't come down on science so much because, you know... We're not coming down on it. We're, we're not saying... All... He said sometimes it felt like we were coming down on science a bit much because he was a scientist. He was like, hey, we're not all bad. So whoever, he didn't give his name, whoever that message was from, Mr. Scientist, we know you're not all bad. Yeah. And that's why we're talking science. Yeah. Tell, tell me what you guys think about this, but surely the part of um, the profession that you're in, the exciting part of it is that you don't know everything and that there's always going to be stuff that yeah. you don't get. Like, uh, that's, I think that's what we were saying before is that it's not that we were poo-pooing science just we were saying as with anything you can't be closed-minded and say no this is definitely well you can at some point but there'll be things that will always develop and always unravel as you research more yeah, yeah. there will always be more questions to be answered yeah and every answer just comes up with more questions after yeah. time as well <laughs> but there's, yeah. it's like an interesting thing is like the, that whole th- idea of like the scientific principle is that if you're proven wrong, you have to change it. Mm. You can never be so solid in your idea that unless you have the evidence that proves it, then, you know, the whole scientific idea is you almost want to prove or prove yourself You wrong. want to disprove yeah, theories you want... so you can perfect them. Yeah. It's just trying to get the best un- understanding we can possibly what, get. What we things. actually were doing on the show before, which actually sparked this, was we were saying, you know, if you put forward a theory, um, be it spiritual, whatever just a theory that isn't scientific, then people will come down and say, oh, but there's a scientific... Science disproves that. And what we were saying is, yeah, but science disproves itself all the time. So that isn't an answer to anything. Yeah. Mm. 
That was I what agree with that. we sort of alluded to in the previous episode, which sparked it. Well, it's also um, uh, in the last episode where we were talking about the Enfield haunting, and right. that's where some of the sceptical stuff comes from. Phone's off, please. <laughs> yeah, I know. I never leave that on. I'm really sorry. I'm so ashamed. And some of the scepticism we were talking about experiencing is how this girl had gone through some kind of like ghostly, demonic... Stuff in paranormal the activity. Yeah, yeah. What's the <laughs> yes? Yeah, the word I was looking for. Yeah, and pol- uh, poltergeists and stuff. And um, yeah, so that's what we were talking talking about. But yeah. right. Anyway, back on black right. holes. Let's right. get back okay. on black holes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what dark matter is. Can I get a question? Ah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tiss has got a question. Oh. Uh, okay. Go, go, Tiss. Is it true that ninety nine point nine percent of atoms is empty space? Yes. Yeah. That's awesome, right? That is really ninety nine point nine percent of atoms of atoms is empty, is empty space. space, and we're made up of what, what makes up an atom or of all atoms no, of an atom of just ninety nine point nine percent of it is empty of space. that atom yeah, yeah, is yeah. empty space, and if we're made of that, and we're made of atoms, right? Like atoms are like yeah, we yeah, are pixels just like empty of space, space right? floating yeah. around. We think we're so solid. We're like yeah. jellyfish. We're just empty yeah. space. We think we're Romeo, but we're not. We're ninety nine point nine percent. Oh yeah, so, there's so there's solid like, reference. So. There's like hundreds of millions of particles like flowing through everything, like all the time. Flowing through me, like through you, yeah. Mm. Through me, yeah. yeah. What's going but, through me right now? It's mostly like neutrinos. <laughs> so what? Where? Where did you? Where did you learn that to? I heard it from someone, and I thought it was really cool, but obviously I didn't fact check. Yeah. So Do you know? I heard that uh, fact before. Do you know where I heard it? Where you tweeted it? Like really? Yeah, like a year ago. Or oh, okay, yeah. I have had it a long time. It's just I've never fact checked. Doesn't it. that blow your mind though? Yeah, it does. It blew, crazy. blew my mind then. It blew my mind again now when I just remember. There's stuff flowing through you other than your dinner. Yeah. There's stuff going through. <laughs> no, literally all the time. just through my skin. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, like just. Yeah. That's mad, isn't it? Mm. It's, it's all, all ghosts. It's ghosts. Yes, it's ghosts. So is it all it's ghosts? Cool. Just. Dark matter, anti matter. That was no one's ever come up with that. That was just me chatting shit. Oh yeah, but you want <laughs> someone something. might have come up with it. This that could be, be like this could be my big break. The Wentworth yeah. theory. Well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's ghosts. That's the theory. Yeah, I'm gonna write a scientific paper. It's ghosts. It's it. got to have a really long title, <laughs> like scientific theory to prove antimatter, or such like, and then it's just it's ghosts. It's actually there's another thing that I wanted to say. Actually, go on, go for um, it. My physicist friend who I went to Boomtown with told me that there's a lot. Like we're not told, or not we just don't know, or we're just too stupid to be told. But uh, apparently, there's loads of worlds that we've found that have the climate, the atmosphere the uh, natural resources to have life on it. Yeah, this was on in the paper really recently. Oh, really? Last week. Oh, okay. I think yeah, I even not... I even posted about it on our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They found like low... I, can't, I don't know the number, so I'm not going to say it, but it's like a lot. A there's, lot a whole, there's a whole planets. website called... Uh, I think it's called exoplanets.org, which lists every extraterrestrial planet found. Yeah. I think it's the Kepler mission or whatever satellite they, they have, they've been using. So it lists every planet, the, the size of the planet, how far it is from the sun, and that sort of information. Yeah, yeah. And he also said, actually, that um, about uh, aliens and stuff like that, because I said about the pod, he said, um, oh, what was it, the communication that we made in, like, the 1930s or 40s, that radio yeah. broadcast, <laughs> wouldn't be able to reach any aliens because it couldn't get... No. In the time it's taken between now and then, it wouldn't oh, have got anywhere right. near 
far yeah. out enough, and by yeah. then it would have been so broken and un. That seems readable. like kind of obvious as well. You think scientists yeah, yeah. sending that message out would actually have worked that out? Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, yeah. By the way, this is a waste of time. By the time it gets to could a be, million, could be light, here next Tuesday. Away, you know? <laughs> yeah, I like to think they probably knew that. Yeah, it's like this would be great fun. But what, what if they? I, what if they get back to us really quick? What if they like, were just like the, looking for an early Friday? Like, I'm a bang radio signal out. Selling a science. We'll have a go down the pub early. I do love the Futurama episode with. Um, that 2000s TV show that the you know the aliens are watching years. oh yeah and yeah, they invade Earth because it ends but yeah. it's like it's like in um, Fry's time they're so basically they watching like it. Ali McBeal but Sassy, like a thousand years later single female lawyer yeah <laughs> that's what it's good and they invade Earth to see what happened in the next series but yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. we stopped making that show over a thousand years ago yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but that, that could happen oh, I love the it idea if we get invaded and that's the reason amazing that'd be amazing um, do you know, like, the closest... Where's, like, the closest um, Earth 2.0? Well, like, the clear, closest planet that humans could theoretically live on? I'm guessing it's way too far away for I feel like whatever dream. number he gives you, it's going to... He could say 200 million trillion light years, or... Yeah. Or know. one light year. Or one light year. <laughs> it's, too, it's, it's too long. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the, the problem of... Finding planets is that they're too dark to be found because the the stars they revolve around are so bright you can't actually look at them. Okay, so we know they're there. So yeah, so how the planets are found currently is when the planet goes around a star, it actually the gravity of the planets uh, actually makes the star wobble, and Mm. and they detect that wobble, and then they try and find out using that how big the planet actually is and where it is. That's one way of doing it. Wow. It's like looking. It's like if a stone was invisible, but you're yeah. trying to work out how big the stone was by the plop it made, or chucking it in a pond. Yeah, yeah. Like if you, if, you, if I shine a torch on you in your face in the dark, <laughs> I do something with my hand on the other side. You know, it's sort of like you're trying yeah. to find out what I'm actually doing with my hand. I like that you found that image funny. Of me. Yeah, yeah, I, know. I know how much you'd really hate it as well. You'd just be like, oh, stop it. Like, instantly you'd hate no, it. I've got no time for that. Yeah, you'd be yeah, It's like no if someone time. throws a snowball at me, I'm like, not even humouring that. That's yeah. not funny. <laughs> you did, you literally, your face is like, there's no humour. You know, yeah. That's you know like, instantly. That's the same thing. Yeah. There's, an, there's another the way they do it as well. So you look at, this one's a lot more hit and miss. So they focus on one star. Or norm- normally it's a group of stars, but they'll look at this star, and if the light, there should be a constant, pretty much constant output from the star. If it dips in kind of a rhythmic way, then you can see there's something there. Something is blocking that star. Right. Okay. Which is probably too small to actually notice, but it would just dip enough. Yeah. And it'd be in the same time as it orbits. It's like a shadow. Yeah, but it has to be just lined up with us. And like the chances of it being like it's yeah. it's really rare. That it's not reliable. That one's a lot less reliable. But it, it's yeah. been done. They've they've well, used it's another it, yeah. idea. Yeah. The closest star to us is Alpha Centauri. So theoretically, that could if they have planets there, it's a double star system as well. So it'll be like Tatooine from Star Wars. Right? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it Star Wars, and we're like, oh yeah, yeah, I've seen Star Wars. Tatooine, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on the right page. Yeah, I'm gonna study physics. Finally, I follow something. <laughs> Huh. Oh wow, that'd be really cool. Mm. Would it be? Oh, I'm oh, sorry, this isn't even scientific now. <laughs> well, it is. So there are planets that have more than one sun out there. 
yeah. just like Tatooine. A yeah. majority of stars have uh, are like dual star systems or triple star systems. Oh wow! Triple star systems. Triple. That'd be a fucking boiling. Star quite rare to come by. <laughs> Imagine summer there. It's just like uh, <laughs> because the shade as well. The shade would go two ways, or or no less ways, twice as less, right? <laughs> Depends on how they were spaced. Would it always be light? Yeah, yeah. Really? Be. No shade. Oh, forget oh, it. No God. shade. <laughs> if they were like Earth's gonna Sitting die, tree, we've like, got to ah. we've got to evacuate Earth. We're going to you know Tatooine 2.0. <laughs> it's got three suns. It's fucking hot. There's no night. I'll be like, I'll stay on Earth and die. It's not worth it. I need the shade. I don't tan very well. Suntan lotion would cost a bomb as well because you'd have to buy it. Yeah, they're just jack- <laughs> like festival prices. <laughs> That's your biggest worry. It's like fifteen quid a bottle. Yeah, and you, you, surely you never wear is black anyway. Would there be any no. resources on a planet like that? Who knows? <laughs> Could you live on that planet? I strongly doubt it. <laughs> no, but it depends. Because what if, like, you could go in and build your own atmosphere? What if you could put something that would shield you from? That all those suns and like uh, Matt Damon on yeah. the biggest game, like Matt Damon, yeah, like the farmer on the moon in Futurama, yeah, <laughs> all, that, yeah. all back to Futurama, <laughs> just yeah. like that, yeah. Martian, have you see the Martian? No, no, he does that on the moon. Futurama is the best space TV show ever. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Futurama is pretty. They try hard, don't they? To try yeah, they're fucking. They're they really good, hard. scientifically minded writers. Bless them. Fucking try hard. <laughs> <laughs> but they do the bit of like space travel that everyone likes to miss out in these kind of films of the idea of travelling through space because mm. obviously everything's really far away yeah, like yeah. stupidly far away yeah. and if it takes like a year for light to get there and we're going way slow it's just not going to happen Yeah, but like they have that idea in Futurama that the ship stays still and space moves around yeah that's it yeah it's which awesome. is like that's I know there's genuinely a thing that scientists are looking into could you do it I love that idea like warp well. drives well, I haven't really read up too much on it, but it's... Because they did that cool image that there with the spaceships up, and then they just go... That's, that's, yeah, they that's probably cool, didn't man. get the idea from Future. I like to think they did. But. They're all kind of... The writers of that show are, like, very, like, real science nerds anyway. Like, they love that stuff, so they're normally pretty reliable with that stuff. They throw in cool theories like that. Oh, man. Dare we get into... Dare we? Dare we get into some of the stuff we've talked like? So, do we talk about time travel and how? Oh, that's a whole that? other can of dark matter, mate. <laughs> a great, a great book to read if you want to do like uh, sci-fi stuff and you're responsible. It's, uh, it's this one. It's called uh, oh. Physics. Michio Kaku. Oh, yeah. It's really good at explaining things. So it's quite a nice book. We've um, we've watched about half a dozen of his videos. Yeah, he's um, really good. I even put more on the blog when we did those ones. <laughs> what, what's it called? Sorry, Godwin. It's called uh, Physics of the Impossible. Okay, Physics yeah. of the Impossible. That's a really recognisable book cover as well. So I remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, so it has like stuff on like force fields, invisibility, phases, and dead stars, teleportation, telekinesis, robots, extraterrestrials. Oh, that sounds really That's good. Really cool. I'm really glad. I'm so thrilled when you showed that that book because earlier on in the episode I wanted to name drop Kaku and I didn't want you to be like, no, don't listen to him, he's an idiot. Um, also, it made you look really clever because as soon as he showed you the book you're like, oh yeah, we know oh, yeah, Kaku. Yeah, we, know, we know all about Michio Kaku. <laughs> no, he's a really cool guy. I actually went down a bit of a wormhole. <laughs> what? 
watching his videos when I was updating the blog because there was some really cool stuff on there. If you search YouTube, just like Mitchell, Cam- and he's he, he, he's really simplistic way of understanding. He's yeah, well, he's really good at making. He did some TV series on there. I think they're just called like Time and stuff, and he did different ones, yeah. and they they were really good. Ah, uh, Time. That's another thing. Yeah, that's gonna have to have to come back to that. That that yeah. Like him and Neil deGrasse Tyson are really good as well. Oh, I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, he explains things that I can understand. Yeah, Yeah. well, and he he loves Superman as well. He loves Superman comics. I love his ties. Have you seen his ties? Yeah, his his waistcoats are pretty impressive as well. (laughs) We watched. uh, Well, I watched the documentary he made where he was discussing the science behind Interstellar. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, Uh, so that was quite. That was quite good. and then I just got stuck watching loads of his stuff as well. Yeah. He puts out, if you follow him on Twitter, he puts out interesting facts and stuff as Every well. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really interesting guy to follow on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, recommendation. And on like space stuff, um, Carl Sagan. Right, uh, yeah, he's done. I can't remember what the series was called now. Do you remember Godwin? Uh, Cosmos. Yeah, Cosmos. Cosmos. I've heard of and that, but I haven't watched it. It's really good, and loads of like famous scientists will say that is. It, it's from like the eighties or. They did a new but series. But loads of people they? say like it's a thing that really influenced them to get into science. It's really interesting stuff about all this kind of mm. space stuff and. Mm. Yeah, they did. They did do a new one. It was like last year or the year before, right? Who's? Yeah, yeah. just last year. I think. It's on, I think it's on Netflix now, so you can. Yeah, yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it. Well, I've not seen it, but I've seen it on. I'll watch it. There you go. Along with Stranger Things. Stranger Things first. Who's that science documentarian who looks like the bassist from Blur or something? <laughs> Not Brian Cox. Oh, Brian Cox. Yeah. He, looks, he looks more Brian like Cox, yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks He's, like Alex um, Jones. more like the keyboard player from D Ream. D Ream. Yeah, the things will only get better. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck, that is a real obscure man. You know that keyboard player from D Ream. A bit on top of the pops. <laughs> That was like a weird reference because he actually Bam. was the keyboard oh, player. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, what? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he was the keyboard player That's for the really band. He doesn't look like a musician. Better, yeah. He doesn't look like go. a synth head. Oh. Yeah. Wow. There we go. That's, I like that that's blowing my mind as much as the science. Wow. wow. Brian Cox is in the band. <laughs> <laughs> You're learning all sorts of stuff from that. The music. Did you see him debate this Australian MP today? Yeah. You? Them as well. <laughs> Wasn't it? Um, this politician was basically saying climate change is just made up; it's not yeah. real. Yeah. And uh, Cox just stood there with a graph, like, "Look, just <laughs> oh, really? No, it is. Look, Did look there's really a graph." Like? And then the guy was like, "No, I want to see like the empirical data." And he was like, "Here, this yeah, I've it. got it. Yeah, so oh, that, that, that's the graph, and that that this is where it gets really bad. <laughs> the high bit on the graph. Oh shit! So he really dressed him down." Amazing. Oh, yeah, you gave him proper talking to you. Yeah, a spank body. Yeah. It's so stupid, isn't it? It's just like, no, it's not real. It's just like, well, do you understand it? No. But some people just don't want to no. believe anything. <laughs> Dickhead. Probably <laughs> 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 Cox should have just done that. It's kind of like going back to what we said earlier. Like, the whole thing of science is if you're disproved, you go, okay, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. if, the, if so, someone came up to Brian Cox and, like, basically prove. Well, that's because everything in science is a theory, you got like an ultimate get out clause. Like, it's just a theory, mate. Come yeah, down. yeah, it's just, <laughs> just my idea at the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Don't yeah, get theory because it's just a theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that. Um, what about um, no? I was, I was literally about to say what about parallel universes? But, but I'm not going to talk nah. for another hour. Yeah, forget it. Nah. <laughs> no, this has just been a really good way for us to actually put some information across to people. But they can actually understand because it's being explained by people who actually understand it. Yeah, isn't it? 
So when politicians are like, now nah, black holes ain't real, it's like, now nah, fuck you, here's the empirical data. Listen yeah. to the podcast, mate. <laughs> listen. Yeah. Damn, you man. don't believe in black holes, mate, you want to listen to Weird Tales. Mm. Get on it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Teresa. It's true. It's called Weird Tales, but, uh, and they are unexplainable. But yeah. this is, is this explainable? Best. We've done our best to yeah. explain the unexplainable today. I think it's explainable. That's our new so tagline. Interesting. Doing our best to explain the unexplainable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it blows my mind. I feel like it, I've melted now. I'm like come out the other end of a, of a black science hole. trip, yeah. Are black holes conscious? No. Getting <laughs> 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 desperate for questions now. Sorry. Yeah. That's too far. Yeah. We didn't even get on to like relativity and time travel. What's that? Relativity. Yeah. It's a theory, isn't it? It's it a theory is, yeah. of relativity. It's a theory, but they, they have got evidence. There's some evidence on it. Right. Go on. But like... The main, the fun one is special relativity. It's an easy one to understand, which is the idea. So if this is the only way you can think of understanding it. So if you're on a train that's moving like 100 mile an hour. Right. And on that train, it's going in a straight line, not changing speed. And on that train, you're playing table tennis. Right. As you would on a train. Uh, it already sounds fun. It already <laughs> yeah. sounds like a great so, weekend. I do love table tennis. If, if you hit the ball at like 10 mile an hour in the direction the train's going, then that ball's actually going 110 mile an hour. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, then if you hit it's it moving the other way, it moving. goes 90. But the light from that train is still travelling the speed of light. It's not going the speed of light plus 100 mile an hour. Oh, light is a constant speed. Right. Huh. Which is just a whole so, weird idea. Am I travelling at the speed of, the of light? No. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. No, because then you'd be the flash. What's the thing about relativity when it's like, if you're having fun, time goes quicker? <laughs> No, that's if you stand next to that's if you stand next to something of a high isn't, mass. Isn't there? Well, yeah. Isn't there? That's real, right? Yeah. Because yeah. well, you talked about that when we talked about time travel. If you, you stand next to if a I pyramid, stood next to the Empire State Building, we said a pyramid, and you were on the beach. Oh yeah. If I time stood on a whole go, holiday next to a pyramid, time goes quicker. On the beach, yeah. Yeah. Why don't we? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, so- that's how GPS works because they have to put special relativity into GPS because time for the GPS satellite is actually yeah. slower than time on Earth. They have to adjust it by like milliseconds every day or yeah. something like that. Yeah. That's what we talked about on your episode. Tis, yeah. you were right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm science. Yeah. I'm science. <laughs> we, I, feel, I feel like you did a fairly good... Um, you did a good job of talking about time travel. Sweet. In our, in our last episode. Well, not Do our last episode. Oh, no. The listeners the certainly think so with the uh, It's our highest numbers. download episode on ACAST since we went over to ACAST. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. No, I... I uh, yeah, because we talked about how it would be possible to travel through time and... No, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. We, did we decide... <laughs> <laughs> it's completely theoretically possible to move forward in time is what we came oh, to. Oh, except the yeah. fact that... Yeah. We need a lot of ingredients that don't exist. It's forward in time than it is to move back in time. Yeah. yeah. You'd just be Superman and fly around the earth really, really fast. Yeah. And that always bugged me. That always bugged me. That <laughs> I'm like, this isn't a Flash movie. This is Superman. Yeah. It is theoreti- theoretically possible, but you'd need ha- uh, a lot of fuel. Yeah. Like, all the fuel in the oh, world yeah. right now. Like, so stop using fuel. And, uh, yeah, but it everyone. was like, and you would get 98% of the way there. <laughs> Something like, oh, don't bother. Oh, me. yeah, to go, fast, to go faster than... How many years did it say? It was like... No, you'd only get up to like 80% the speed of light. It would take light. six years for you to get to the speed of light, and then you'd need to get even faster than that. Oh. <laughs> and anyway, you you're fuel. bringing back all these painful <laughs> headache memories. And if you use episode. the aircon in the spaceship, that's going to use up <laughs> a little bit more. Because you don't want to be cut like warm or even. Ricky died. <laughs> Ricky died. Ricky died. 
Okay. But there's there's a fun quirk of relativity. I'm pretty certain, Gordon, you can correct me because I think I might be wrong on this. That actually, if you travel at the speed of light, because of the way it all works in the maths and that, that actually you wouldn't have any mass. Is that that's the thing? He's looking uh, like he doesn't think that's he'd true. Like, check that. <laughs> he, just, he just slammed the phone down. Your length becomes zero. Oh, your length becomes zero. Yes. So you have no size. But your, your mass, no, your mass increases. Oh, your mass increases the other way around. Yeah. That was it. Your yeah. length becomes zero. What? Yeah, your length becomes zero. Your mass goes to infinity. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And time stops. Uh, yeah. well, okay, start from the beginning again. I'm completely <laughs> lost. I feel like that's you guys. Are, I feel like you guys are fucking with us now. But let's see how far we can push these dum dums. See how much they believe. Uh, dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we start right. again. What is it? So, if you're at the speed of light, your length, so your side, is zero. <laughs> that's, 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 right. that's number one. Right. I'm going to let that silence leave. Yeah, let's you leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. You'd have an infinite mass, mm-hmm. yeah, and time would stop. I like that you're stopping for me to go, mm-hmm, like I'm yeah. actually following. Yeah, yeah go on. <laughs> so that's Obviously. kind of... So that's kind of the world you'd sit in if you're at the speed of light. But, so time would like stop. Mm. Yeah, time would stop. But then that's the idea that if you go faster, it'd start to go the other way. It would go, yeah. Ah, oh, so you don't want to be dead on. You don't want to be but dead on it? the speed. Could you actually no. get there? Could you? Because no. You, well, I get, could only ask you me. Because it's some. <laughs> yeah, go on in the back garden. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because c- to get there, to get past speed of light, you'd have to be at the speed of light at some point. Yeah. So, so you'd hit that mass. This weird situation. Yeah. Oh God, that's mental. Because it all it? comes from the idea of like, so if. I was Einstein who kind of when he came up with it he picked up this idea of riding on a light beam what I've heard of him be as like. well mm. <laughs> yeah because we looked at um... riding on a light beam that sounds like something one of your philosophers would say hey <laughs> riding on a light beam no oh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to wind this down <laughs> oh no we're going mad we started in a strange mood and we <laughs> it's only got worse <laughs> I was listening to Time Travel again and we were talking about how um, if you eventually got up to that that speed and you were communicating with people back on Earth, yeah. the time would be going half yeah. half the speed. Sorry, you, you remember what I mean, right? I remember what you mean. Yeah. We talk, didn't we talk about how would you communicate with people if time was going 50% slower for them on Earth? Mm. How, would you, be well, able to how would you be able to be like, oh, I'm seeing some crazy shit at the black hole? <laughs> I'd just text them, wouldn't I? Just text them. <laughs> Would they get it? Look sick, YOLO. Because we said, well, if you were talking to them on the phone, obviously, yeah. would their voices be... Would your voice be quicker? Really quick. Well, like, two years quicker. Like, when you listen back, when you... Fast forward something, it goes... Well, it would be a hundred... Now, the phone call would happen, like, five <laughs> years ago. No, it'd be only... Tw- if you're going 50%... Let's not get into I'm, that. I'm super confused on this. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. 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 This is I just, us. I was trying this, to get to something. That's why we're going to get there. We're going to be transmitting your phone data at the speed of light. So they would still hear you at the normal speed. But then the time it takes to get back to mm. you would be longer. Right. Mm. Terrible signal. I think the problem we're doing here is we had an episode where we spoke to some scientists actually to try and get some information and at the end we started trying to tell them stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Um, just like <laughs> quiet you. <laughs> the cool thing about like using your phone in space, though, the roaming costs. You wouldn't want to go home because that would be literally millions. astronomical. Did you get home about that thing? astronaut that did it? Really? There was a guy on the space station. He was like tweeting videos. Oh and yeah, he took our selfies and stuff, right? And he racked up like these ridiculous roaming costs. Of, like, it was really? like in the thousands. What, uh, I think, they, mad, wrote, I think they wrote it off. I hope so. Nice, but it's no, it's 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 well, because you're moving country like every, I don't know, like few oh, minutes. Oh, right. You did it like that. I was like, what's <laughs> the what tariff for space? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they literally set up a tariff just for him. Yeah. So no, every five going, minutes you're bouncing off a different satellite. So you're... Wow, that's amazing. That'd be mental. You get back right... I think it'd be wicked though because you'd be right next to the satellite. Yeah. Literally like on the... Riding the satellite. Before we wrap it up have you two got any other mind-blowing sciencey things, things to talk to us about that you really want to tell us doesn't have to be black hole related no. <laughs> well it came out today or something it's like you're hinting at something is there something you need to tell us guys <laughs> did science do something <laughs> where today? did science touch you <laughs> oh. oh on that note I think we're gonna wind down. Where did Sight point to the doll? It's right in my heart today, to be honest, guys, because I've right embraced, in my embraced science and it's, well, it's hurt my brain. Yeah. Speaking of black holes. Speaking of black holes, my brain is now a black hole. <laughs> Have you guys, uh, guys heard of pulsars? Um, no. I know the word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. I've seen the word on a bit of paper. No. What so, are pulsars? So a pulsar is the is the stage above uh, a black hole. If you oh, <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. Okay, right. So so what happens is when when the star collapses, it if it's if it's a small enough star, it'll go into what's called a white dwarf, and it won't do there anything. It'll just stay there, bubbling away for like millions of years and dies off. But if the star is big enough, it'll go supernova. And now the supernova star collapses. What happens is, because an atom is made of electrons, protons, and neutrons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so in a, in, a, in a white dwarf, <laughs> so in, a, in a white dwarf, which is the normal thing, what happens to a star? The electrons and protons do the normal stuff. Nothing happens to them. But when the star goes supernova, if the star is big enough, it'll uh, compress the protons into neutrons. So the the whole star is now made up of neutrons, and it's so it's really really dense. Like it's, a teaspoon of this star weighs as much as the island of Manhattan or something like that. And it, it it's that really, thing really of, if we were talking about earlier with the ninety nine point nine percent of space yeah. in a neutron star, that space is gone. Everything's oh, collapsed into that. So it's like super heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything has been crushed into that. And what happens now is it starts spinning really really fast. And when it starts to spin really, really fast, it emits radio signals really, really fast. And you can hear these radio signals from space. Uh, I, think there's, I think there's a website where you could just go and listen to them. And some of these uh, radio signals are, it's spinning, at like, it has like a spin of maybe like a one second or something. And if you can imagine, the star actual size would have been like maybe a million kilometers across, right? And a proton star is 10 kilometers. So that star, which was a million kilometers big, has now collapsed into 10 kilometers. And then it's rapidly rotating. And right? then... And, yeah, sorry. Keep going. And oh, no, and then, no, good. Yeah. And, Go on. and now, if the star is even bigger than uh, that normal star, which will collapse into a, a proton star, that, and that star would eventually collapse into a, super, into a black hole. So there are those oh. different types of stars <laughs> that happens. 
at the end of their lives, basically. And there's there's a fun story when the first guy who discovered like a pulsar, because as we were saying, like that radio signal is just really like uniform. So every second you're getting the signal, and these guys are like, "What the hell is this?" Like it sounds like something intelligent doing it. So people yeah. originally thought it was aliens. You know, I said some of our oh. listeners like really love the science episodes, and sometimes <laughs> that last couple of minutes are for the people that really love the science <laughs> episodes. Wow, that's, that's um, incredible. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. That, I even about <laughs> that twisted my melon. <laughs> twisted your melon. Yeah. Do you want me to bring it back up to our level? I've got a joke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bring no, it back no, up no, to no. our level. Yeah, go on. What's a physicist's favourite food? I don't know. Go on. Fish and chips. No, it's rubbish. Uh, oh, it's rubbish. Yeah. That's great. No, no, that's yeah. terrible. It's great. Fish no. and chips. Yeah, we, you've, got, you've really embarrassed me. Well, I was with a physicist at the weekend, and he found it very funny. Did he? Yeah. I'm sure he did. Did he? Did he humour you with yeah. it? Like, huh? No, I didn't say it. I got, I got told it. I got told it by him. No, no, by someone else. And then you went and told it to you. Oh, I know someone is going to love this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> physicist. You ran after the physicist. I just thought of a really funny joke. No, no, he told the physicist. Oh. <laughs> he told the physicist and then the physicist yeah. told you. Oh, we, we met the guy who invented Zero as well. I told him, thanks for fucking nothing. <laughs> oh. Wow. I haven't got it. No, I have. It's just... No, I've got it. Great. Don't worry. Great. Sorry. Right. Yeah. I told you we got to make our toilet. Yeah, we've got it back up to the silly show this is. But that, um, yeah, that's think... been a fascinating. That has been amazing, yeah. It was a good joke as well. For the record. So... I'm going to cut the joke. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the joke every episode till it doesn't get cut. <laughs> and it's going to be in... Ghosts, well, you don't listen. Witches. You don't listen to them back, so I'd just be like, "Yeah, I left it in." Yeah, no, I'll wait till someone emails in and says, "Ooh, I like the joke." Yeah, okay. Yeah, that won't happen. Right. Okay. Brilliant. I think I don't think my brain can take anymore. Yeah. No. Like I, I thank you though. That's. Um... I was at absolute capacity, and then he said the word pulsar. Yeah. I went, That's a word. Yeah, and then I got stuff leaking out my ear. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, no, it's been it's been enlightening. It's been very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. That, yeah, really, really yeah. good. So, Godwin, thank you for your time. Uh, we really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. It's really, been really good. good. And, um, yeah, Bye will then. this go up next Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah, next Tuesday. Cool. Okay. Uh, cool. Not that you have to listen to it, Godwin. <laughs> You've already experienced <laughs> it once. I'll talk to all my, all my office friends and they can listen to it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They'll all tell us how wrong everything we were saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it'll be fine. They're like a bunch of mathematicians and engineers. So if you want oh, to yeah. Oh, they'll love our show. Yeah, they'll be right at home on this show. <laughs> but, um, yeah, massive thanks to Godwin and Jack for coming along and yeah. being a part of, of something exciting. That was great. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, in the call, thank you very much for your time and for right. talking to us and teaching us. Anytime. Right. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Cheers, Godwin. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks for you. Too. <laughs> See ya. Bye. 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 Yay. Yeah. Right. Anyway, guys. Yes. Great show. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Jack. Thank you for hooking us up with Godwin and for coming along. No, thanks for having me. Um, so I hope you enjoyed all that sciencey stuff, guys. And if you didn't, next week we're just talking about monsters, apparently. <laughs> Maybe. Or are we, Tess? Or are we? Right. You never know, because last time he was like, we're doing about like, ghosts or something, then you came in and it was about time travel, so you never know. Exactly. I like to keep you And then the time before that, you were going to tell us about... 
aliens and we talked about ancient Egypt. Exactly. Yeah. I like to keep you on your toes. Brilliant. Um, so, listeners, if you want to find the blog uh, with all the videos and links and information and everything for every episode, it's weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.blogspot.com. If you want to talk to us, ask us a question, um, say you love the show, say you think it's shit, anything you want, unexplainableuk at mail.com. And if you liked the joke that Bob's going to put in, uh, good. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash weirdtales and the unexplainable. Sorry, what you just said was, and if you uh, want to tell Bobby, like the joke that good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that means he'll put it in. Or he'll cut both bits. (laughs) Either way. I'll just re-record all the outro. Um, Last week you might have heard Tiss said he lost all his Twitter details. Yeah, his details are all back now. Yeah. Oh no, he's got a new Twitter account. Yes, yeah, at Tissy Baby. Isn't oh, it? I wasn't going to tell him. Oh, okay. Well, you can do. No, no, we do, we never really announce our Twitter things. We normally just say, so if you want to yeah, find us, people add us on Twitter. Did we, we know they're real fans? We never. We did it like twice. You know what? You know, for once in a blue moon, if you want to find us on Twitter and up our followers, Tiss has got like five at the moment on his new account. No, so I've got 20. i got like 70. Twitter's the black hole of our listenership. It's where no one finds us. Yeah, but if um, they do, they mean it. But we are on yeah. there. And if you really want to be in the elite group of followers that follow us yeah. on Twitter. We're part of that singularity group. It's <laughs> at Baby. Yeah. T-I-S-S-Y-B-A-B-Y. I think it is, yeah. yeah. I'm at Bob Shoy. Pretty easy. B-O-B-S-H-O-Y. And, and you are at... Martin Luke? Martin 1 Luke. M A R T I N 1, the number. L U K E. Okay. I shouldn't like, have to remember your Twitter. That's right. like, I don't tweet myself, do I? I don't know. That Twitter handle is like the password you get in an office for your new like, login. <laughs> it's like Martin 1 Luke. It was like it was supposed to be one, his two, password three, and he edited it in the wrong box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally. It's actually his password for everything else. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just remember it took me frigging ages to get one because they're all taken up. So it's like, oh, Martin one Luke. That's why you need a name like Martin. It man. came up, you know, when it says this is free, that was yeah. free. So I just went, yeah, fine. But yeah, please mate, follow me. Bob Shoy. Tissy baby, mate. Tissy baby. Tissy baby. Cool. Yeah, there we go. All right, so have we got anything else to say? No. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so until next time. If I haven't got anything. Oh, come on, mate. Until next time. Black holes. Pulsars, singularities, fuck those. Wait, is there a spaghetti pun we can do? I don't know. So until next time, spaghetti you later. Spaghetti you later? Yeah. Gorgetti spaghetti you later. (laughs) Oh, shit. I don't know. Yeah, Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.